you can even exclude companies that satisfy fundamental criteria. So you asked about negative earnings. Sure, it's possible to exclude companies with negative earnings. Beyond that, you can also overweight or underweight stocks within certain sectors. You're listening to IBKR Podcasts. Find more conversations at ibkrpodcasts.com. Please remember any trading discussions are for information purposes only and are not intended to portray recommendations. Please listen to further disclosures at the end of today's episode. Now, welcome to our show. Welcome to this episode of the IBKR Podcast. My name's Andrew Wilkinson. Today, we're going to be talking about custom indexing for investors. Tracking an index has allowed them to target exposure within specific sectors and industries. And the advent of ETF or exchange-traded fund investing has made this readily accessible to investors. But imagine if you could invest in what you thought were the best stocks within an index and even exclude a sector you felt might fare badly under current economic conditions. That's what custom indexing or direct indexing, is all about, and common practice for advisors. I'm joined here today on this episode by Sanjoy Ghosh, CIO of Interactive Advisors. Welcome, Sanjoy. How are you? Oh, good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Sanjoy, you are primarily responsible for developing a piece of software that enables advisors on the Interactive Brokers platform to invest using custom indexing. Could you just describe that a little bit, please? Well, sure. So what is direct indexing or custom indexing? Uh, let me illustrate with an example. So let's take a widely popular ETF, something like the SPY ETF, which tracks the Spider S&P 500. That is actually comprised of 500 or so stocks, each with its own weightings. Now, using custom indexing, advisors can sort of copy that list of SPY's individual holdings and weightings, save the list as a customized index, and then deploy it as a model that can be tailored to their client's needs. So rather than buying into the ETF, what you actually do is you actually own the 500 stocks that make up the S&P 500. You own it in your own account. And one of the big advantages of this framework over buying the ETF directly is that you can harvest losses. Uh, if there are losses in individual stocks within the, the benchmark ETF, so to speak, you can harvest losses for those stocks. And why would you do that? It's to potentially reduce your tax bill. So that's direct indexing. Now, we kind of use the words direct indexing and custom indexing interchangeably, but Custom indexing is direct indexing plus your own individual preferences. So custom index is where your individual preferences uh, come into play. And this is where you actually start deviating from the underlying benchmark ETFs. So you may not hold exactly the same stocks that the underlying ETFs does. You may choose to exclude some. Uh, you may choose to overweight some. And, and this is where you're sort of drifting away from holding the passive benchmark, applying your own customizations, and the composition of the final portfolio will reflect your own preferences and convictions. 
You talk about customization. What can an advisor customize? For example, is it possible to really exclude companies with negative earnings? Oh, yes. It gives you tremendous flexibility to customize. The way we've developed this tool, you can customize in a lot of different directions. You can exclude a single stock. You can exclude a list of stocks, example of which would be that you exclude all companies with pure ESG ratings. That happens to be something that you care about and you want to exclude companies that violate that you can even exclude companies that satisfy fundamental criteria. So you asked about negative earnings. Sure, it's possible to exclude companies with negative earnings. Beyond that, you can also overweight or underweight stocks within certain sectors. For example, you might be very bullish about healthcare stocks. You might want to overweight those companies. And you might be very bearish about oil companies and you want to underweight those companies relative to the underlying benchmark. So the tool gives you tremendous flexibility on, on how to customize. So it sounds a little bit like the, the S&P 500, according to me. Correct. Okay, so can I remove those customizations whenever I want? Absolutely. So you've chosen those customizations. You might find that they're not, they don't apply to you at this point in time and you want to change them. You're in complete control on what the portfolio looks like. And you can add customizations, you can remove customizations, you can change customizations. Just keep one thing in mind. The more you customize, the more you're sort of becoming active in the sense that you're becoming more and more different from your passive benchmark ETF. So that's one important caveat to remember. Is it still true that there are high expense ratios for some ETFs? And, and should those high expense ratios have, have dissipated to becoming free nowadays? ETFs, they've become widely popular in the last few decades, and with good reason. You know, they're great products. Expense ratios with popularity, with you know, increasing competition, expense ratios have come down in general, uh, but then inexpensive is a relative term. There are many ETFs that still continue to charge high fees. Charging 0.5% of investment amount as an expense fee, it's not uncommon. There are several ETFs that you know, charge high fees. But with direct indexing, with this new innovation, there is finally a way to get performance similar to the ETFs, but without necessarily paying the high fees. So you get the advantage of actually holding the underlying constituents, not paying the fees or the expense ratio to the ETF provider, and also having the added advantage of being able to harvest losses to potentially reduce your year-end tax bill. After all, after-tax returns is what everyone does care about. I want to pick up on something you said earlier about harvesting losses. So let's say, for example, an ETF is up for the year, but some of the constituent parts are down. Tell me about harvesting losses on specific stocks. Oh, yeah. This is one of the biggest advantages of you know, direct and custom indices. So going back to the SPY example, let's say that the SPY is up for the year. That doesn't mean that all 500 of its constituents are up for the year. It's, uh, it's possible that you know, some of them have done very well, some of them have done very poorly, and some of them actually have unrealized losses that can be harvested. Well, in this scenario, what direct indexing and customer indexing does offer the client is the ability to harvest losses in the companies which have had losses and potentially reduce the tax bill. Now, of course, the more you sort of do that, the more you're sort of drifting away from the underlying benchmark. Your composition of the custom index is, is becoming different from the underlying benchmark. 
So that's one caveat to sort of keep in mind. But then again, the fact is that having this custom index framework allows you to harvest losses even when the overall benchmark or index is up for the year. Now, I'm aware that ETF holdings change over time. With custom indexing, will I be getting stale holdings? So in, in our implementation, uh, custom indexing also uses fresh data. So we do recognize that benchmark ETF holdings data and weights, uh, they change, they're updated. And the way in which we've designed our custom index is that this change will get reflected in you know, your custom index, sort of the, the benchmark weights that are uh, showcased in your custom index. They will change to reflect the, the changes in the underlying benchmark ETF. What about, say, small cap exchange-traded funds? Do, do you offer custom indexing for those products? Actually, we do. Interactive Brokers offers custom indexing for a very wide range of ETFs. Uh, I've been using SPOY as an example, you know, but it's not just SPY that the advisor can direct index and custom index. And even though, you know, a lot of our competitors just offer a handful of ETFs that can be replicated this way, we offer ETFs that span, you know, mid caps, small caps, uh, individual sectors. You know, we've, we've got a very wide offering of ETFs that can be replicated using this framework. And what about the audience here? Is, is is custom index only open to big investors? Given dozens or hundreds of underlying stocks, don't I need a lot of money to invest? Great question. So this is one of the biggest breakthroughs of custom and direct indexing. Uh, historically, it's it's not that direct indexing is new. It's, it's been in the market for a while. So, but it was traditionally just offered to very large clients in their separately managed accounts. Uh, now you can get access to it with very low minimums. So that opens up the audience, you know, to clients who want to sort of get their feet wet, try out this product, but with low minimums. This is possible because A, because technological breakthroughs have allowed things like tax loss harvesting that can be scaled up. It's possible because IBKR now allows trading in fractional shares. Uh, which allows you to buy, you know, all the 500 stocks in the S&P because you can own fractions of those shares. And because it offers a very low commission structure where it's feasible now to invest in, you know, hundreds of stocks with a very low minimum. So all of these have come together and sort of resulted in this breakthrough of making custom indexing available with very low minimums. Now, let's talk about performance a little bit here. This is now the S&P 500 index, according to me. Will custom index performance be different from the underlying ETF? And I, I guess more specifically, can it be lower than the ETF's performance? And why would that be? Absolutely. It will be different from the underlying ETF. And by different, it means that it can be lower, it can be higher. Uh, so that's one risk that you do need to keep in mind. And the risk is that as you start personalizing the direct index, as you start customizing, as you start adding more and more rules, like excluding certain companies, overweighting certain sectors, excluding certain lists of companies, the portfolio composition begins to drift away from the benchmark ETF composition. So the more customizations you have, the more the drift, because the more customizations means 
your portfolio is becoming more and more active, so to speak. And by active, it means that you're drifting away from the passive benchmark. So when you make stock replacements, and, and, and this, this is not just for customizations, this is also happening when you choose to harvest losses. You harvest losses and you replace one company with another company, uh, so the portfolio composition begins to drift even further. So the end result is that your portfolio starts becoming more and more different from the underlying benchmark, and consequently, the performance of the custom index will be different from that of the underlying ETFs. The less customization you do, the more similar it will be. The more customizations you do, going to sort of affect the performance. So it could be higher or lower because the holdings and the portfolio weights will be different. How does interactive brokers make money by offering custom indexing? So we feel that custom indexing represents the next generation of investing. It has so many of these benefits over eight years. Uh, as I mentioned, historically, it was offered only to very large clients in the SMAs. Tax loss harvesting was tedious, was very time consuming. Now, all of that has changed. With fractional trading, with achievements, with advancements in technology, TLH is now Tax loss harvesting is now scalable across hundreds of clients. Uh, this is a, a sort of new innovative product. And IBKR has always been committed to bringing low cost cutting edge products and making them available to financial advisors uh, who are looking to sort of use IB technology to offer exciting products to their clients. And, and, and that's what this offering is all about. It's to offer the best existing products to financial advisors and make our platform even more attractive to them. So that's that's the sort of end goal of this product. Sanjay Ghosh, CIO at Interactive Advisors. Thank you very much for coming along to the studio today to talk to me. It was a great podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And don't forget to look out for additional podcasts at IBKR Podcasts and leave us a review. Thanks for listening to IBKR Podcasts. As always, we have more episodes at ibkrpodcast.com. And if you're interested in learning more about interactive brokers, visit ibkr.com. We offer more trading education material, such as webinars at ibkrwebinars.com, financial and economic commentary at tradersinsight.news, market-related courses at tradersacademy.online, and quant-related articles at ibkrquant.com. The analysis in this material is provided for information only and is not and should not be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any security. To the extent that this material discusses general market activity, industry, or sector trends, or other broad-based economic or political conditions, it should not be construed as research or investment advice. To the extent that it includes references to specific securities, commodities, currencies, or other instruments, those references do not constitute a recommendation by IBKR to buy, sell, or hold such investments. The material does not and is not intended to take into account the particular financial conditions, investment objectives, or requirements of individual customers. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and is necessary, seek professional advice. Any discussion or mention of an ETF is not to be construed as recommendation, promotion, or solicitation. All investors should review and consider associated investment risks, charges, and expenses of the investment company or fund prior to investing. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and, as necessary, seek professional advice. The information in this podcast does not constitute tax advice and cannot be used by the recipient or any other taxpayer to avoid penalties under any federal, state, local, or other tax statutes or regulations or to resolve any tax issue. 
The projections or other information generated by tax loss harvesting or tax optimizer regarding the likelihood of various investment outcomes are hypothetical in nature, do not reflect actual investment results, and are not guarantees of future results. Please note that results may vary with the use of the tool over time.